and welcome back to the Nurse On The Go podcast. In today's episode, I will be discussing how you can rock clinicals. I know I was very nervous for my very first shift because I was just so excited and anxious to begin, but I made sure to make the most of my experience, and today I'll be telling you how you can rock clinicals. You may also be nervous for your first shift or you're still trying to get the hang of it, but as long as you do try your best and follow these tips, you'll do great. I've put together 10 tips that I've gotten myself from my experience with clinicals, and I want you guys to learn and grasp these concepts that I'm about to give you so you can do great in your clinicals as well. The first tip that I have for you is to be prepared and not just an ordinary prepared, but be extra prepared. Because with clinicals, you definitely don't want to forget anything. You want to make sure that you have everything with you. You want to make sure that you prepare everything the night before or just the day before. You want to get your lunch ready. You want to make sure that you have your scrubs picked out. You want to make sure that you have your clinical bag packed with everything that you need, such as your papers, pens, your stethoscope. For nursing school, I got the Lippmann Classic 3 and I bring that same stethoscope with me. It was around $80 Canadian and I just got it off Amazon, which is a really good deal and it's amazing. So just have a stethoscope with you, bring your ID badge, a watch if you need to do anything with heart rates or anything to check time. And if your clinical instructor requires you to have med cards with all the drugs on them, I recommend that you have that prepared as well for your shift so you have everything out of the way. So make sure you have everything done the day or the night before so when you wake up the next day, if you have an early clinical shift, you're prepared, you have everything ready, and if you do, God forbid, wake up a little bit late, you'll already have everything ready so you don't have to be rushing out the door and forgetting anything. Along with that, like I said with the med cards, just figure out and know what your clinical instructor requires of you to have for every clinical shift because if your clinical instructor happens to ask you a question or checks to see if you have something during your shift, you want to make sure that you have it so that you give a good impression that you are prepared and ready to go into clinical. You also want to make sure that you study anything related to your clinical setting, diseases, drugs, and just review your notes and do some of your lab skills or just a study guide. Just make sure you brush up on recent things that you went through as a class or during lab so you have them in the back of your mind and when you're doing a task at clinical, you know what you're doing. The second tip that I have for you is the night before, I want you to make sure that you get enough sleep. So make sure that you sleep enough, you have a healthy breakfast the day of, and I do recommend this because, true story, my first clinical shift, it was around, I would leave my house at around 6.30 in the morning because it was about a 30-minute drive from my house. And I normally would drink coffee before any class. I would drink coffee every morning. And so I'm like, here, let me just drink my coffee. It was so hot in the morning. I brought in a mug. I'm like, I'm just going to drink it when I get there, thinking that we're going to have like a pre-meeting to discuss anything that we had questions on. But no, that was definitely not the case. We got there. We were sent straight to our unit and it was game on work. So if you're a coffee lover, a tea lover in the mornings, I recommend that you drink it before you go to clinical because you never know. You might not have a chance to drink it unless you're clinical allows you to have a little bit of a break before you get there. I also recommend that you eat a good breakfast or lunch 
or whatever meal that you're going to have before you go so that you're fed and good to go because sometimes you may not have a full lunch break to enjoy your lunch or a snack break. So I recommend you get that meal in before you go to clinical so it would hold you off for a bit. Tip number three is to always take an opportunity to do something. Never just stand on the sidelines and watch someone do something for you. If you've been to a lab and you've seen it be done, you've practiced, you're ready. Clinicals are literally the best place for you to apply any skills that you've learned in lab and read in books and actually practice what you've done previously. So what I want you to do is always take the opportunity Don't be on your phone. Don't just spend your time talking to your peers. Always ask to do something. Don't just be sitting there because if you finish, for example, all your tasks, you may be like, oh, I have nothing else to do. What I want you to do is I want you to ask your clinical instructor or if your clinical instructor is busy, ask a nurse, ask a personal support worker, ask anyone that is there, say, hey, is there anything that I can do? So by just asking that, you're giving yourself a task. They always have something for you to do. I definitely always would ask, hey, is there anything you want me to do? And they have something for you to do. And it's just a good way to show your instructors that you're there to learn. You're there to learn new skills and you're there to help. So that's a great way to get your hands on different things, learn new skills. Because if you wouldn't have done that, you would have just gotten zero skills that day versus learning a lot new things that you might have not even thought about doing. Tip number four is to focus on what you really need to be doing. When you go to clinical, I want you to have a goal in mind, such as what you've done in lab, what you read in your textbooks and have taken notes up to date. Go into clinical, practice your communication with patients, practice your basic tasks, such as checking someone's blood glucose if they require it, aiding a patient to feed, aiding a patient to take a bed bath, just any basic tasks that you need to know as a nurse going into nursing school. So once you lay that foundation in that clinical, you can move on and learn more complex tasks in your future clinicals and not just be wasting your time and things that you could have learned in your very first clinical. Along with that, I know with every clinical, they can be specific. So I want you to really grasp what is a specific concept of this unit. And I want to learn, what do I want to learn from that unit? So if you're in a labor and delivery clinical during that term, Not only do I want you to focus on basic tasks and focus on things that you've learned in lab so that you can apply them and learn them hands-on, but I also want you to think, oh, what is something that I can learn in labor and delivery that I won't learn in, let's say, mental health or med surge, such as checking the mother's blood pressure and saying to yourself, what is a blood pressure for someone who is pregnant going into labor? What do I expect for their blood glucose to be? What do I expect their heart rate to be? Just things like that that you have to know just in case you will not have the opportunity to go into labor and delivery again and you still got that experience while you were there. Tip number five is a very important tip that I have for you. And what it is, is if you've done something multiple times in your clinical And for example, if you have a clinical instructor and they said, hey, Samantha, could you go get everyone's vital signs on this unit? And you're with your peer and your peer has already done their tasks and you've done half the unit so far. I want you to ask your peer, hey, would you like to come do some vital signs and share those tasks with your peer? 
the reason why I say this is because when you become a nurse one day, it is all about interdisciplinary, which means that it involves many different health professionals. You're going to be working with other nurses. You're going to be working with doctors. You're going to be working with physiotherapists, etc. And so I want you to get into that atmosphere of sharing with your peers. And I want you to know that you're all becoming nurses one day. No one is going to be further accelerated than the other. You're all in this together. So if you're getting an experience and you feel like, okay, I got the hang of this. I'm good with this. I got everything right. I want you to say, hey, would you like to try this out? I know you haven't had the chance. And as well, you're showing your clinical instructor that you're a good team player. You're a good team worker. And that is such a great skill to have when you share anything that you've done with your peer. Tip number six that I have for you is to always, always, always seek new opportunities to try something you never have. I want you to try and make the most of every clinical that you go to. If you've gone to clinical and you're like, "Mm, I haven't tried taking a blood pressure, I haven't tried doing a blood glucose, I haven't tried giving a bed bath, I want you to go into clinical seeking new opportunities. Don't just, for example, don't just spend your whole clinical day helping someone feed for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I want you to go out there and be like, hey, what else can I do? Hey, I can do that. Hey, I've never tried that before. What if I can try that right now? Because by doing that, you're learning new skills. You're putting your hands out there. You're getting different concepts and you're learning new things that you probably would have never learned if you continued being static and learning just one thing every day. Try your best to learn new opportunities. And I promise you that you will be very grateful for that because personally for me, I'm so thankful that I did that. I always was out there seeking new opportunities. And now with COVID-19, my clinicals were cut short by about two months. So I'm so thankful that I took that time to learn new things and got everything out of the way that I needed to, like it was my last shift every shift. Because by doing that, I'm satisfied with how far I've gotten in clinicals in just four shifts, for example. I'm not thinking, oh, wow, there's still so much that I need to do because no, I got everything out of the way. And you definitely don't want to be that person that's like, uh, I haven't done this. I haven't done this. I haven't learned this. And then now your clinicals are being pushed and you're not going back to that same clinical and you're going to be moving on, for example, to med surge. So you want to make sure you get all those things done in every single shift that you go to acting as if it's your last. Tip number seven is to always ask questions. So if you do not know something in your clinical setting, please don't act like you do know it because that may lead to something really sad or a disaster. So I really just want you to ask your clinical instructor, nurses, there are so many healthcare professionals around you to help. They are definitely far out more educated than us. They've done this. They have experience and don't have that mentality as if they don't want to help you because they definitely do want to help you. And just, you can even go to your peer, go to your student peer, be like, hey, do you know how to do this? If so, could you teach me how to do this? Because we're all here to help each other. And at the end of the day, you're there to learn and the nurses are there to teach and your clinical instructor is there to help you out. So always ask questions whenever you are stuck on something or you just need some help. Tip number eight is to get as much information as you can from your head to toe assessment, as well as any other assessment that you do, such as vital signs for your patients so that you have enough information for your care plan and charting. So by doing your head to toe assessments, as soon as you get there and you start checking every single system, 
in their body and you write it all down and you have it down pat, you're able to work on your care plan, which is your end of semester, kind of like your big final project for clinicals. So you have to have that care plan ready for your resident or your patient. So I recommend that you gather little information day by day that you're at clinical. So maybe that you're not just doing a whole head to toe in one day and kind of bombard your patient with so many assessments. You can do little by little every day, focus on a different system and make sure you have all that assessments done. So your care plan and your charting will be full and you won't have to go back and reflect. You've had it already written down. So tip for that is whenever something happens with your patient or your resident, make sure that you write it down, make sure that you chart it so that you always have it written and you never forget it. Tip number nine is if you ever get feedback from your clinical instructor or from a nurse or from any other person that is there with you at clinicals, I want you to take that critique and that criticism with grace. I want you to respond to the person saying thank you And don't just, for example, have a negative attitude or just immediately hate that person because they wanted to give you a critique. I promise you they're not giving you that critique because they utterly hate you or anything like that. They're doing it so that you become a very good nurse. I want you to learn from it and I want you to apply it in the future to what you're doing because I promise you they're looking out for you and they want the best for you. So it's best that they said that to you versus, for example, if they didn't say that to you, And then what? You're just repeating the same bad pattern. So always take good feedback. Always take negative feedback. Just take it, say thank you, know that you'll learn from it, and take every opportunity as a learning opportunity. The final tip that I have for you is tip number 10, and this is also a very big tip, and it's to know what skills and learning objectives that you want to acquire in clinicals prior to going to clinical. So for example, if a nurse were to ask you, hey, what do you want to do? Like, is there anything that you want to do? Or if you want to ask your clinical instructor and say, hey, you know what? I've really been wanting to do a blood glucose. So if you have any blood glucoses today to check out or to assess, is it possible if I could do it? And the nurse would say, hey, sure. I'll let you know if I have any. Just by doing that, you're letting the nurse or clinical instructor know what you want to be done And you're just ticking another box and you're completing another assignment or task that you really want to learn during that clinical. And make sure that you're efficient and you're just prepared. So just by knowing what you want to do, if you want to do blood pressure, if you want to assist a patient giving an ejection, just ask your instructor or or nurse. And I promise they would love for a student to try it out and to learn new things as well. So don't be afraid to ask if you want to do something, but also know that you should know what you want to do prior to going to clinical. So just have a rough summary in your head of what you want to do prior to your clinical shift. Those are the 10 tips that I have for you all on how to rock clinicals. I promise clinicals are not as scary as they seem. They're very good learning opportunities. And honestly, clinicals was like the first time I ever was like the closest thing to feeling like a nurse. It was just so fun and amazing. And the people are amazing. The nurses are amazing. And they're there to help you. And it's just great. So going to clinicals with a smile on your face, be happy, be excited. It's an amazing opportunity. And I hope you guys all have amazing experiences when you go to clinicals. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Go check out my Instagram at the Nurse on the Go podcast where I post a new post every single day. 
Thank you so much once again. Talk to you soon. The Nurse on the Go.